Alright, well, welcome to another episode of Fan Speculation. I'm CJ Pomisano. And I'm Finn Carini. Thank you for joining us. We have a very stacked episode, right, Finn? Hell yeah. We're going to be talking about our review so far of Obi-Wan Kenobi, the series, episodes one through three, and a bit of a brief kind of description. We're not going to be able to go through episode through episode through episode. Yeah, not like we usually do. But, uh, well, that's because the, uh, you know, first two episodes released on Friday of last yep. week, the 27th. That's how we yeah. record this. Thank well, God they did, bro. Oh my god, thank god they did. We're back. I mean, we're back to doing this on Wednesday nights now. Mm-hmm. So that means this is back on Thursdays. Yeah. Hell yeah. This is going to be very Star Wars heavy, not just because of Kenobi, but we got a lot of stuff from the Star Wars Celebration event in Anaheim, California that happened recently. Uh, we got a what appears to be a Mandalorian trailer. Mandalorian Season 3 is coming out in February 2023. We got some clips for the Ahsoka show. Uh, we got a lot going on there. We got some uh, Marvel stuff to talk about later on. We have uh, how Avengers Secret Wars could be coming as soon as 2026, 2027. Uh, a quote from Michael Waldron, the writer of Multiverse of Madness and Loki Season 1, comparing about how this is all connected and a lot of other Marvel stuff. But first, if you listened to this podcast last week, you heard me say that very soon I was going to be releasing music from my band Hollow Heroes before we actually release it to Spotify and Apple Apple Podcast Apple Podcast Apple Music YouTube and all that. So for those of you who listen, this is a very special treat. Before we kick off this podcast, we are going to share you my band Hollow Heroes brand new single. This is called Save Me. And 
There you go. Awesome. There awesome. you go. Killer song, dude. Thank you. That is Save Me by my band, Hollow Heroes. Very soon, we will be releasing that up on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, where you can find your fine music apps, just like a podcast app. Hell yeah. I feel like I listen to music like a pilgrim. And a we pil- come, and we pilgrim? come from time, yeah, and we, and we, you know, we were walking around with Walkmans and, you know, m- multiple CDs and things like that, you know, the old wire headphones with the, <laughs> with the ring, you know what I'm talking about? I feel like I listen to music like a pilgrim nowadays, and it's still off a smartphone, it's still off an app and everything. Okay. Can you believe that? Some fucked up shit. Yeah, it is fucked up shit. Anyway, we're about almost 10 minutes in this podcast, and we haven't even talked about anything that we were going to talk about yet. Yeah, you're right. Oh, <laughs> you remember how you were talking about uh, Star Wars Star Wars Celebration, where this guy saw all the footage of everything? Cosmic Wonder, Warren Thompson, yeah. Yeah, when I hear Star Wars Celebration, I always think of Return of the Jedi, Endor, with all the fucking little, <laughs> the little fucking furry guys there. Well, the- I mean, that was the redone version, whereas like the original song is... Nah, nah, Oh yeah. Know, I mean, oh not, not, yeah, that's right. I mean, I kind of prefer the remix version, the the, the remastered the, one. Yeah, the remastered one. I just don't really like the whole thing where the fucking aliens are singing in Jabba's palace. Oh, dude, if you're bugging and you hear that flute, you hear the flute going. <laughs> yeah, that's when you fly away. Anyway, but let's get into Star Wars now. We have a lot of Star Wars stuff to talk about. Let's talk about Obi Wan Kenobi series. Um, first and foremost, I want to get the big negative out of the way first. Okay, do it. I, w- I want to get this out of the way first before I gush CJ's over the positives. CJ's been jonesing to record his opinion on this. Okay, so and, and I'm not the only one who feels this way. I know your brother feels this way too. I know. Like him and I kind of talked about it a little bit, but we couldn't really give away spoilers for people who oh, didn't see it yet. So this is going to go into spoiler territory for the Obi Wan Kenobi series. So. If you're new here, this is kind of what me and Vinny do. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's your spoiler spoiler warning. There it is. There you go. Um, <laughs> so um, the Sith Inquisitor. Yes. The Grand Sith Inquisitor. Uh, he's an integral part of the Rebel series, and he is he was brought into this show. And the girl who plays Reva, the third sister. I fucking hate her. She she kills him. Because yeah. well, I mean, in the actions of the story, it makes sense because he was going to take control or take credit for Kenobi's capture but if we don't see him soon and well and it wouldn't be the first time in Star Wars history where we thought a character was dead and they came back hence Boba Fett um I mean I just hope they don't like retcon it you know because again he was he was a and what I'd like to believe which we'll get to this Ahsoka uh, footage at the Star Wars Celebration Day later it leads me to believe that it's not retcon and hopefully he can come back yeah I mean, listen. If they're in that, if they're in that ship, the ghost alone, if, yeah. it, just the ship alone means that, that it's not retconned. So, and we'll get into the Ahsoka stuff later on. Yeah. But um, overall, though, I'm thoroughly enjoying Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, right now, it is the highest streamed premiere of a show on Disney Plus. Wow. At the moment, um, I mean, we said a little while ago, could it beat Mandalorian for its streaming hours? What if I? I'm sorry. Go ahead. This is. I, I'm about to speculate. Go ahead. That's what this whole speculation if, is in the name of our podcast. I understand. What if that ginger actor from the video game, the one that's supposed to be canon to the Star Wars universe, Cal Kestis, yes, if he shows up, what if that ginger mudge is in <laughs> is, is the hand that they see and not Ezra? They replace Ezra with that kid. Okay, well then we might as well just get into the Ahsoka stuff because you're jumping all over the fucking place. I I didn't want to forget it. I had to I had to get it. All out. right. Well, you brought it up. So anyway, we'll um. 
let's just talk about this Ahsoka stuff then. We'll get into the Kenobi stuff a little while later. Yeah. So, okay, we'll go through the Star Wars Celebration Day stuff. Okay, so... Do, do, do. You should insert the fucking song right there. Uh, too much editing. Too much <laughs> editing. Anyway, um, so yeah, the Ahsoka series was shown like a brief little clip from this Star Wars Celebration Day thing, and the ghost from the Rebel show was seen. We also saw Hera, we saw uh, Sabine Wren, and we saw Ahsoka. Now, there was a character that Vinny is referring to where he is trying to move a cup using the Force. His arm wasn't shown, so a lot of people might assume it's Ezra, but what makes you think it could be Cal Kestis? Um, because they, they, they were like pushing that, that the video game uh, that came out was canon and that they were eventually going to use him somewhere. A lot of people speculate that we could see him here in Kenobi. I don't think so, personally. I don't think so, either. But um, it is canon that... Anakin and Kenobi have met Cal Kestis in a recent book that came out not too oh, long wow. ago. Um, apparently, because they they in the book it mentions how they cross across his master, and then a young red haired Padawan, which is that's him. He has red hair. Um, it would change things up a bit, and I think it would be a nice way to introduce him. Cons- and I haven't played Jedi Fallen Order. I've always wanted to. Mm. Uh, it would be a nice way to introduce him there, only because. Um, He's a character where, like, even for someone like me, I don't know too much about him. It's not like, you know, when I watched The Mandalorian Season 2 and I saw Ahsoka and Bo-Katan, I'm like, I'm very familiar with those characters. So I would I would kind of be going in blind like some people. I, I would assume most people watching these Star Wars series would be. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do have confirmation that Sabine Wren, she's in the show too, and she'll be played by Natasha Liu Bordizar... Bordezo, Bordezo? I don't. I'm She's sorry. looking nice, people. I'm sorry. She's I'm looking just, hot. Just She's a hot. Forgive actress. me, okay. For those of you who are longtime listeners, know that it takes me about two, two, two and a half hours to get home every fucking day from the city. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what's it called? The um. That, that woman, she's the original voice of the character, yes? I don't know. I have no I idea. I thought she was. I have no idea. She she might be. She might not be. You mentioned hating driving home from the city almost every podcast. Yes, every fucking podcast. Just so you guys know, through repetition and statistics, CJ hates driving home from the city. Yes, <laughs> because I work there. Anyway, my main job. Hopefully, maybe. Hopefully, I I can only hope and dream that this podcast can make us money where we I don't have to work in the fucking city anymore. Oh, I would fucking love that, dude. It, you already know what I'm going to do. We're going to do it. We're gonna do it remote, or you're gonna come with me to Zuatanejo, which is the Zuatanejo. It's the fucking, it's the piece of paradise that Andy Dufresne escapes from at the end of Shawshank Redemption. You do realize that we're like 15 minutes into this podcast, almost, good, and we haven't even gotten really into concrete stuff, dude. Zuatanejo is definitely concrete. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so yeah, that's the uh, the Ahsoka stuff. The uh, the mural that we see at the end of Rebels is there as well. Um, so I would say that the room, I mean, the rumored plot of this show is that they're trying to find Ezra yeah. and they're trying to find Thrawn. Yes. And according to my time to shine, hello from a little while back, I think, I'm not sure if you were on this episode here, maybe you might've been, um, my time to shine. Hello, a very, uh, valid and, uh, reliable source on Twitter for movie breaking and, uh, you know, pop culture stuff. She claims that the casting for Ezra and Thrawn have both finished. Ooh, this is a little while back, though. Now, there's no names. There was a few rumors. There was rumors years ago about you know 
people doing concept art for Downey Jr. is Thrawn. Other people doing concept art for Benedict Cumberbatch is Thrawn. Uh, I don't know if I really see anybody else playing Ezra other than the kid who, who played Aladdin in uh, the the remake of the Aladdin movie. Um, I'm, I trust the casting. I'm sure they'll do very well. Um, but let's move on to the next thing real quickly before we get into the Kenobi thing, because that is a big thing why people are here listening to us. Um, the, there appeared to be a Mandalorian trailer. They didn't call it a trailer, according to Cosmic Wonder, but it looked like a trailer. Uh, Mandalorian Season 3 will be premiering in February of 2023, which I'm very excited. So we go there, and we um, Mandal- uh, Mando's going to Mandalore. And the, we hear the armorer's voice say, You have removed your helmet, and what's worse, you did it by, by your own free will. So, and then Cosmic Wonder Warren Thompson uh, then cuts to Grogu when her voice says that, meaning, well, he's the reason why I did it. Um, Bo-Katan uh, is... There seems to be some tension between Mando and Bo-Katan. Obviously so. I mean, at one point, she does say to him, uh, you and your cult gave them Mandalore. Now, if for those of you who are unfamiliar with the whole Clone Wars arc, bit of a spoiler territory, but this is kind of where that kind of thing Yo, falls back to There's it. no fucking spoiler territory with the, with the Clone Wars show. I know, but this is, but just in case, you know. Fuck you. Watch the show. It's been out for over a decade. Vinny likes to say fuck you to people a lot. Fuck off. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, would you want to explain this portion? Because considering that is you, it has, oh, like, a, lot, it has a lot to do with Maul, you know, with the whole, or or I'll just I've been told a lot by people that listen to this show that you have a voice for radio and I think you might be better at fucking yeah you're yeah, the... do it up brother I'm just here for the laughs the yeah. chicks and the beers <laughs> what chicks what chicks <laughs> the, the chicks that are across Disney and Marvel dude that's what that's literally okay. all I talk about I'm I was like, gonna say like there ain't no fucking a, chicks that here. chick's got a fat ass she's got a pretty mouth <laughs> you know what I mean like uh, anyway so yeah I'll explain Photon's currently my favorite I will Tiana Paris. Oh, that name. I will continue. We'll get to the Marvel stuff later. Uh, so I'll give a bit of a backstory there. So meaning, Bo-Katan's talking about the Death Watch Mandalorian. Bo-Katan was a part of the Death Watch Mandalorian at some uh, Mandalorians at some point, but she had left when Maul had killed their their leader, and she did not she did not follow their way. Uh, they just followed whoever ruled Mandalore with the mm-hmm. ancient ways, you know. Hence, this is the way, and all that shit. Um, that's what you mean by your cult gave them Mandalore, meaning yeah. the Death Watch took over Mandalore with Maul, and Maul like it led Mandalore to ruin. Yeah. So, and at one point, Bo-Katan, it appears she's going to be going to Mandalore with Mando. Uh, she, there's like a some some wall collapses at some point, and she goes to Grogu and says, "You didn't think your dad was the only one, did you?" And then like hundreds of Mandalorians show up, and and then what is described as just so much action. Mando appears to be going to Mandalore to what he says to pay for his transgressions. You know, where what was it in like in Book of Boba Fett, uh, he said, How can I repent? And I think they said he has to go to the bottom of the depths of some fucking cave in Man- in Mandalore. And he says, But Mandalore is no more and that's when she said, Well, this is the way, being all fucking sarcastic. Uh, that's not how she sounded. I'm just interpreting that way. <laughs> um but from what I from what we hear, Mandalorian season three is shaping up to be a ton of action. And I really enjoy like that is the that is going to be the talking point and that's going to be the focus of the show is that Mando will try to repent to be a Mandalorian again. Hmm. Um, 
do you have any theories as to what we could possibly see? I mean, um, right off the bat, I think we're going to see Bo-Katan try and betray Mando and oh, fight him. Fuck yeah. For the throne of Mandalore. Fuck yeah. She wants to shove that dark saber right up her hoo-ha. <laughs> She's going to be like, oh, queen of Mandalore. She'll be dead. No, anyway, right. uh, but I mean, it that depends makes... depends on what uh, ends. It, it makes... Jesus Christ. It, it <laughs> makes total sense considering how Din Djarin didn't want the throne at all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when he tried to give it to to, uh, to Bo-Katan and even uh, fucking Moff Gideon's like, uh-uh-uh, he can't do that. Being all fucking fat fuck from Jurassic Park. Um, you know, because she was already gifted the saber once, and if she lost it that way, then she wasn't seen as a true ruler. Yeah. She gets gifted it again, like, she's definitely not going to be seen as a true ruler of Mandalore. Mm. Yeah, I, I I think we're definitely going to see Bo-Katan as a villain. I think we're definitely going to see that. I don't that. know about a villain, but like more like anti-hero because that's kind of mm. in her character. Her character seemed like an antagonist and kind of went... She borderlines, but yeah. that's what I like about her character so much. Um, I mean, we also see Grief Karga returning. That'd be Carl Weathers' character in this show. I love Carl Weathers' character. I can't wait to see him back. He's so good. I mean... I just, it, dude, it's just Space Apollo Creed. Yeah, pretty much. I love that. <laughs> You know, instead of going stallion, he goes Mando. Yeah, you're so right, dude. Oh my god, it's so right. But he talks more regal as Grief Karga. Yeah, you're right. Whereas like Apollo Apollo Creed is like, come on, boy, yeah. come on, stallion. He's like a, a little bit gangster. Yeah, I mean, he's from the streets. He's from a, he's from Philly. That's right. You know, and then Grief Karga sounds like he grew up in you know, in the, in the Poconos. Mando, how are you doing, my friend? <laughs> you know, just. I love Carl Weathers. He's so great. Yeah. I hope we get to see him direct some more episodes in this season. He which one did he which episode did he direct? He directed um the episode in season two when they went back to um see Grief Karga and, G- and Gina Carano's character oh, uh, nice. Cara Dune. Like when they infiltrated that Empire base nice. where they saw the fucking clone bodies of Snoke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or it appeared to be Snoke. Uh that Carl Weathers directed that episode. Cool. I mean, why else would he do baby talk with Grogu? <laughs> like he's like I'm running this shit I don't want to talk to the baby <laughs> so that's why I pretty much see Carl Weathers doing uh, anyway so yeah that's a lot to unpack there with um, with the Star Wars stuff um, I would between Ahsoka and Mandalorian season 3 what would you say you're more excited for Ooh, that's a really good one hmm I know Mando th- season 3 is going to be amazing it's going to be epic but Ahsoka's gonna answer a ton of questions that we haven't an answered for years. Yeah, like we really don't know. We really don't know what to. We don't really not not to say that we don't know where Mando is going, but like, it's all Mando is mostly unknowns, right? Yeah. Like, like Ahsoka has characters from the show. Yeah, you from Clone I mean? Wars and from Rebels. Mando's kind of its own thing that's still being written as as we see going on. Like we kind of know where everything's gonna end up. I mean, we kind of do, but... Like, Obi-Wan? We know Obi-Wan and Vader aren't going to die. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. Like, it's a lot of things. And speaking of Obi-Wan, let's just get into the Obi-Wan stuff. Now we're talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi and spoiler warnings here. Boom. So, um, I guess we should kind of talk a little bit about each episode from start to... Uh, just key points. Yeah. One of them being that... And I'll say this theory that I have right now, and a pro- some people might be thinking, why does Reva, the third sister, hate Kenobi so much? And I kind of have a theory as to this. And yeah. You might have picked up on this when you first saw the yeah. episode. Well, I just fucking hate her. 
I know you hate her. She's a villain. Like it's not even like it's not even like like a like you know how when you when a when a, an actor is a good actor and you like they make you hate the villain. Oh, you that's know what I mean? that's not even that. It's just like no? I think her acting is cringy and I hate her. Okay. I mean, okay. Then let's get into that debate real quickly because there's been a lot of hate from her um, to the point where people are sending her racist messages on D uh, on Instagram. All right, well, that's just that's just being ridiculous. It's, it's a fucking it's like, TV show. It's like the Rose and Ray effect, you know. And that's why I think Star Wars fans are some of the worst fucking fans in the world when it comes to like because they're so fucking precious about everything to the point where it's like you can't just let things play out. I mean, hell. I fucking hated Last Jedi with a with a fiery burning passion, but you don't see me fucking DMing fucking Rose and and Daisy Ridley on Instagram telling them they fucking suck. Yeah, I would love to see the Grand Inquisitor come back to life and like cut her in half. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, my theory with Reva is that I believe she's one of those Padawans we saw in the very beginning of the show. Oh, when we saw Order sixty six happening, because why else would they show that clip? When Kenobi was nowhere to be found, why else would they show that clip? I mean, yeah. one of the kids there was a little black girl, and that was Reva, and one of them had to be Reva. I tell you what, Disney did a really good job of like showing, uh, like the recap, like they they put together that recap sequence. Oh yeah, of it was the prequels. so good. It was so good, just to make sure, like you know, you're all caught up on what what, you know, what you need to see, what you need to know. I did rewatch Revenge of the Sith in preparation for Kenobi. Though. Oh man, I did re. Dude, that's it's that and Empire, my favorite Star Wars movies. So the one thing I was telling CJ today, guys, that I was hoping to see like Anakin's, like just a little bit of Anakin's, like uh, Blade style against Obi Wan, like in the Battle of Heroes. Yeah, but in the but s- now he's Vader, you know. So now he's gonna fight uh, but, like Vader. But you saw Vader like using one arm just to just Vader. just shows how fucking powerful he is. Yeah, because he needs the other one to fucking crush everything. Exactly. So the first episode, we see how like you know one of the key points is you know Joel Edgerton is returned as o- Uncle Owen, and he throws the toy that he you know left for Luke, and said like you know it's like well that, you know it's like leave us alone, Ben. Which we still don't have any explanation as to why he just chose Ben. Yeah, I don't know. I think he is just. I, I think maybe we'll, maybe we'll learn that he just chose to be called Ben. But at some point, maybe Uncle. You know what I think? Maybe Uncle Owen fucked up. It's like, yeah, I don't know Obi Wan Kenobi, but I know Ben Kenobi. Yeah, right. Uh, we'll, we'll see. You know, leave us alone, Ben. He's like, is he okay? Is it? It's like you don't care. You care if he's showing. Well, I have to train him, Evan. <laughs> we we agreed. When the time come, the boy must be trained. Like you trained his father. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Cue that gif of the kid who says yeah. he's not a rapper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cue that gif. Uh, I've been seeing that meme for everything. One of my favorites was recently was uh, when they show uh, Anakin about to fight Mace Windu. Uh, about to kill Mace Windu in episode three. It's like, he must stand trial. And then it shows oh, yeah, then yeah, it shows yeah. Uncle Owen, like you let Count Dooku stand trial. <laughs> yeah, I, lo- I love that. <laughs> it was so good. Um, so that has become a meme. And um, I'll say this, like, I didn't really care how the Sith Inquisitor looked. I really did enjoy the time he had in the show. Um, I, again, I just don't want it to be retconned. And I hope with the what we just talked about with the Ahsoka stuff that that it, he will get it back to tank and he'll show up. Yeah, I, I think uh, something's going to happen where he comes back. Yeah, but um, we we see that the premise of this show is that Leia's been kidnapped and Reva's doing everything she can to try and draw Kenobi out of hiding so she can capture him and bring him to Vader. Yeah. Which we saw that... Definitely going to be able James, to do that in, in episode four. Yeah, I mean, which we saw James Earl Jones has returned as 
Darth Vader's voice, but Hayden Christensen is back as Darth Vader in the suit. Hell yeah. Which we did see. Fucking awesome. Which we did see Obi-Wan have a vision of, of Anakin Skywalker in the hood, you know, from the distance. I mean, that was Hayden Christensen in the distance. 100%. Um, I loved just that opening sequence of seeing Vader being put together and he come and he's in he's in the Vader castle in Mustafar. Yeah, it's so I was like, fucking yes! awesome. Yes. Like I think this ep- like the third episode and we're going to be jumping around here a lot with these episodes. There's just so much to cover in the past like week and a half. Uh, I just I think they're just giving just a small taste of what Vader can do. Because Hayden Christensen said, like, we're going to see, like, you know, a much darker side of Vader, which I think to a degree we have. I mean, oh, he, yeah, that kid got his fucking neck snapped. He, like, he force choked that, that man out of his house, and then the, the, the kid went to go defend his dad, and Vader just snapped his neck and killed him. Instantly. Yeah. And, you know, Obi-Wan kept running away to fight him, you know, and he lit the fucking ground on fire, and he wanted to burn Obi-Wan alive, just like he let Anakin That's so burn. That's fucking awesome. Just like Vader, just like. Obi-Wan Kenobi let Anakin burn alive on Mustafar. A nice callback. And he really is sinister and evil and just... And, like, when he was talking to Reva in the uh, the in- the intercom thing, you know, it's like, do not disappoint me or you will not live to regret it, which is something, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, he said that in the original trilogy, oh, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I, I, probably Empire Strikes Back, he said that. It was just It was just so cool to see him like this. And I hate to burst your bubble, but I don't think we're gonna be seeing Maul. There's only three episodes left. Yeah, for sure. No. I don't. Um, I remember the whole Obi Wan gets tries to get Leia back to uh, her parents, adopted parents. Um, it leaked out a while back, but I don't think we talked about it that much. Um, what is your What are your thoughts on young Leia in this show? I mean, I think some people are kind of like a bit of a bit of like hmm. I think it's a nice it's a nice touch to show that Obi Wan how like Obi Wan and Leia originally meet and how Leia knows who Obi Wan is in New Hope. Yeah, you know that is t- that's connect- like an important connection. I think so too. <clears throat> I think that's why like they needed something there so we could have because everyone's like, well, how did Leia know Obi Wan? You know, at some point. So exactly. and this is this is connecting those dots there, and I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, I d- I. One thing I showed with share with you the other day when like Obi Wan is on uh, the planet looking for Leia initially, uh, and he sees Tamara Morrison's that cameoing as a clone. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who might not know this, but there's something very special about that particular clone trooper. That clone trooper was a member of the Five O First, which was Anakin Skywalker's clone battalion. Yep. And it was just the small little details that no matter where Obi Wan goes, he's reminded of Anakin constantly. Constantly. And my thing is, I want to know is, how does Reva know that Vader is Anakin Skywalker? Uh, yeah, you know what? You know, it's been 10 years. Who knows, dude? Where he gets around? I'm sure we'll find... I mean, I hope we find out. Yeah. I mean, you know, just like, I hope the Sith Inquisitor is alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel they're going to run that right into the fucking ground. Yeah, so I don't want the Sith Inquisitor to be alive. Um, but dude, that's just because of how bad Reva fucking blows. Man, you really hate the character. Well, she's just horrible. Well, would you say... I wouldn't say she's the worst Star Wars could've, character. Could have picked... Like, like it's Star Wars. There's fucking aliens. You know, like... I, I hate to use, like, KOTOR as, as a constant reference, but, like, Star Wars had a reputation of making, like, really evil 
looking fucking like really evil looking villains like the grand inquisitor he literally looks like hellraiser without the fucking pins the emperor the Dar- em- dude, dude the Darth- emperor darth, darth vader maul. and darth- vader and maul maul like dude I don't want Jenny from the block. Like, I want fucking... I want... Like, <laughs> I, it, this is a space show. I don't know, man. Look, I... You would... You, are you really surprised in today's Dude, climate that they Even put, the Japanese Inquisitor looks like a fucking alien. Yeah, he does. If I'm and not, he's the fucking... They even, gave, it, they even gave him the Japanese fucking rice paddy hat. Oh, my God! <laughs> you know what I mean? Is... Is it the same guy... He still painted his face white. Is it... Still is is that the guy? It's it's not Wong. It's not Benedict Wong. But is that the guy who plays Gilgamesh in Eternals? Oh, it might be. You know how they like they look very much alike him yeah, and yeah. him and Benedict Wong. Yeah, it, it kind of looks like him. And no, I'm not being racist. It's just I I just think it may, may might be him. It's just like, that stocky Asian build. I could be wrong. I mean, well, even the guy who plays Kingo in the Eternals, like the Indian uh, actor, he was pretty much he's pretty much the same character everywhere he goes. Yeah. His whole little thing, like. You are looking for me. I am the Jedi you are looking for. No, I don't. I know nothing. I won't tell you anything. I don't need to know. Ah, that hurt. That wasn't Magnets. Yeah. Look, <laughs> I, I like him as an actor, but he's kind of like a one-trick pony as far as mm. like uh, not one-trick pony, but he's kind of like you know he kind of plays the same character in everything he's in. Um, what would you say your favorite scene has been in this show so far? The first contact between fucking Vader and and Obi Wan's lightsabers. Yeah, the first fight, first contact. Um, yeah, that that was it for me. That's I mean, once Vader started showing up, I was like, oh, this show's really starting to pick up. Yeah, now. bro, they're moving fast. They are. Um, I, I as much as you want Maul on the show, I don't know if we'll get an entire episode dedicated to Vader. I hope we still get something where he like is reminded of Padme or something. That is the one interesting thing though that I want to talk about here is like they ref in um in the second episode where they're trying to get in that cargo ship right before Obi-Wan finds out that Anakin's alive. Um you know, he says like you remind me of a friend of mine. She was a leader, fearless and stubborn like you. Now, I remember watching the real rejects in their review and one of the guys was like Oh, I was talking about Satine. And then the other guy was like, oh, I thought he was talking about uh, 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 Padme. Now, because he doesn't give too much away. I mean, obviously, yeah, he's probably talking about Padme. And Padme was referenced in this episode as well, saying like, you know, you know, we lost her mother a long time ago. And Leia's a smart kid. She knows that she's not. Uh, he was definitely talking. He was definitely talking about Padme. I would think so. But it's nice to see. I gamble on it, and I'm no gambler. But Satine is also has very similar characteristics to Padme. I would think Satine was more stubborn than Padme was. Yeah. And for those who don't know, Satine was Obi Wan Kenobi's love interest in the Clone Wars series. No, they never got together. But there, there appeared to be some kind of history prior. Before uh, Obi Wan joining the Jedi Order, don't bust Padme's chops, bro. I love Padme. In uh, in um, in Phantom Menace, remember she she's the one who steps forward, yeah, and, and to the fucking Gungan King. She's got balls, yeah, dude. big old balls, big old cajones, yeah. And you know who played the fake uh, Padme, Queen Amidala? Kira Knightley. Oh, really? Yeah, that's Kira Knightley. I didn't know that. Kira Knightley plays the uh, the uh, stand-in Queen Amidala. She can get it too. Yeah, she can. <laughs> See, yeah, she can. Yeah, I love that. I mean, the affirmation I needed. Yeah, yeah, she can. Pretty good. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean, so far out of a out of a ten, uh, like a one one on a ten rating, I would give Kenobi a solid eight right now. It's going really well for me. No. Um, I can't give my final verdict until the show is over, but um, I'm just loving you. McGregor is just he's really just. It's like he never left, you know. Dude, he never it's did. Like, it's like he never left, you know. Yeah. Him and Hayden Christensen were doing some kind of fun little game on like a YouTube channel somewhere, and one thing they said is just like. It's like the last 17 years didn't happen. You know, they, they literally picked up right where they left off. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, and I've been saying that th- this show's a lot like, uh, it's dude, it's Obi-Wan's Logan. Been saying it. Obi-Wan's Logan. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a, that's a very good analogy there. Yeah, it's Obi-Wan's I like Logan. I like that a lot. And honestly, if we could continue this for quite some time, you know, get a couple seasons out of it. I would love You don't want to run that. into the gr- I don't want you don't want to run into the ground, but let's see what happens. Um I think the cool <laughs> we we leave let's let's go to the ending of the of the of the last episode we saw. Sorry, we're all over the place. Um we last see um Leia reach the tunnel and Reva has killed the person who she's supposed to report to to get her off back to all Fucking bitch. So, yeah, it's... <sighs> Leia, obviously, I mean, we, we like Leia, but she's getting into some trouble. Reva has captured her. Um, We have to imagine that Kenobi is able to save her because if Vader sensed her presence, then he would know he has a daughter. Yeah, 100%. Uh, that I think at some point, where did like you have to imagine who's going to show up? One thing to note also is that for the past three episodes, Kenobi has been trying to get in contact with Qui Gon Jinn. Nothing, not a damn not thing. A goddamn thing. I feel like we're not going to see uh, Qui Gon until like further into the show, like maybe when it's almost over, or like an Endgame type deal. What do you mean Endgame type deal? Not not like I'm not talking about like Marvel's Endgame. I'm talking about like it's going to be an end of, oh, the sh- end of the show treat. I would think that he'll show up as like at the end of an episode, like maybe let's say episode five. He's the last thing we see, and then in episode six because there are only only six episodes in, in this in this limited series. You can't use Endgame for anything anymore. Everybody's mind just goes right to Thanos. Well, yeah, in Avengers, everybody thinks they have Endgame with with the Avengers. Um, and I would think that you know Obi Wan's really down on his luck, and the and then we see some uplifting stuff from Qui Gon Jinn to try and defeat Vader. Yeah, you know, um, maybe who maybe Obi Wan cuts Reva in half. Man, maybe maybe Reva does die. You know, I hope so. I hope Vader fucking like. Have you watched Kill. any of the Stranger Things shit yet? Uh, me and Ashley, my girlfriend, we're watching the first episode last <laughs> Sunday, this past Sunday. And we were both falling asleep in uh, the first episode, but we—I did see a little bit of it though. The newest, the newest season. Like I, I we almost finished. Did you see somebody get fucking crushed? Crushed. Um, did you see the, like what the main villain does to people? No, I—I I just saw what uh, like the demon go to that girl Chrissy, and she's like banging on the door, pretending to be her mom. She's being really fucking mean to her. Uh, I've seen. We got we got to the point before the championship basketball game. Like that's where we got up to. Okay. So, um, yeah. We're all over the place today. Uh, it's all right. So hey, what I was the, what, what I was trying to say was I hope fucking Vader takes Reva and like crushes her, crushes her into like a ball. Yeah, just leaves her on the ground. 
I just want to see him go on a fucking killing spree, man. Yeah. I want to see Vader. Like, one thing I really want to see from Vader is, like, the top of his helmet comes off, and he's, like, the rage comes rage out as he's, as he's going to fight uh, Kenobi. Because as great as it is that they got James Earl Jones to come back to the voice, because you can't do Vader without James Earl Jones. Anybody can be in the suit, but I'm glad they got Hayden. Um, I just really want to see, like, because there's that image in the comics where, like, his fucking face is all burnt, the eyes are yellow, and fucking lava is exploding behind him while yeah. he's igniting his lightsaber. Like, I want to see that. There, there have- I, I told you about that scene in the comics, right, where Vader Vader's completely surrounded by rebel soldiers. Uh, yeah, it just remind me a little bit of it. Yeah, so uh, Vader is in, like, he's, like, fighting the rebels in the mountains, and there's, like, 150 rebel soldiers surrounding Vader. And they're like, stop, we have you surrounded. You know? And Vader's like, all I see are dead men. Yes! Yes! And he fucking (laughs) kills everybody. Dude, Vader's the best. Hell yeah. Vader's the best villain ever. He's the best villain ever. Anyway, speaking of villains, let's go over to Marvel. Hell yeah, let's do this. So we talk about villains, we talk about Lord Vader himself, arguably the greatest villain of all cinema history. But let's talk about another villain that we have... Well, we've he's been teased a bit. He hasn't really been seen. We've seen his variant, He Who Remains. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about King the Conqueror. Fuck yeah. So, um, now, I've been talking about on this podcast for v- quite some time now. Yeah. Ever since the release of Multiverse of Madness that Marvel is building to the next big Avengers movie. That movie being Avengers Secret Wars. Mm. Now, for those of you who might not be aware of what Secret Wars are, I'll give a brief description of it. The comic sense in um, is set with incursions. Now, incursions was introduced into Multiverse of Madness. It's when two universes collide into each other, thus destroying one or both of those universes. Now, we learn that Doctor Strange at the end of the Multiverse of Madness movie in the first after credit scene that he caused an incursion, and we see Clea, his future wife in the comics, open a, a, a pathway to the Dark Dimension. Whoa. Now, th- how this sets up Secret Wars is an incursion happens, you know, like Doctor Strange shouldn't and Wanda shouldn't have been in that universe, especially yeah. with the, de- the, the dream walking and all that multiverse of madness. Secret Wars, the comic, is set up with Doctor Doom as a god. He is called Emperor God Doom, he calls himself. Wow. And what he does is he causes an incursion between two different universes of the 616 comics, which the MCU is sort of based off of, and the Ultimate comics, which in this case should be 813. Uh, eight, no, 838. 838. I just saw the fucking movie again last night. Skip the so, numbers. Stick to the simple explanations. Anyway. So anyway. So you have all these different characters and all these different heroes fighting against each other. Mm-hmm. So... Rumors are saying that we could see Avengers Secret Wars in about five to six years. You think that's going to be like the next... 2026, 2027. Yeah, the next Endgame, all right? Mm -hmm. Because as great as Infinity War and Endgame was for a 10, 11-year build for both of those movies, respectively, a lot of people aren't going to wait, you know? There's already... You and I already know some people who are kind of like, what does Marvel have left? One of them being our buddy Ed, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, like, I don't know what they got, man. I'm like, well, obviously, you're not really paying attention and you're not much of a comic book reader because they have a lot of shit. 
too much. There's endless amounts of stories they can use, and they can just make up stories for themselves. That's also true. I mean, hell, Marvel doesn't even take things by the comics exactly. They just reference things, and they make their own stories in the first place. So you're probably saying, with that being said, you know, Doctor Doom probably won't be the villain of this movie, of this eventual Avengers movie. It's going to be Kang. Oh, for sure. Because 100%. That's the next big, next big bad. Because Kang was teased at the end of Loki season one, and we he will be introduced in Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. We see that, you know, in uh, the the events of Multiverse of Madness and No Way Home, those were derivated by the events of Loki, which yeah. Michael Waldron, the writer of Multiverse of Madness and the writer of Loki season one, and I presume he's coming back for season two as well, he said it'd be interesting to see how things would look in the eyes of the TVA because that's the reason why those things would happen. If the TVA was still around, if the sacred timeline was still a thing, if he who remains still had that whole timeline scared away from other universes, then... The TVA would have stepped in, and we never would have seen Andrew Garfield. We never would have seen Tobey Maguire. We never would have yeah. seen... Thank God uh, they did. They, the, thank God the, they got the eight, evaporated. The 838 universe, you know? Yeah. So you can either thank Loki and Sylvie, well, Sylvie, or you can hate them for it. Storyline, you can probably hate them for it. But that's my point with the Secret Wars thing, is like, think about this. Charles Xavier's dead, Reed Richards is dead, Black Bolt is dead, Captain Carter's dead, and Captain Marvel's dead in the 838 universe. So all of those heroes of those respective teams are going to want to come and fucking go after Wanda. Hell yeah. So it lends to see that Kang would be the one to bring these heroes in from different universes to fight against each other. And I really do think you need to build up to that big multiversal event because I'd, I think uh, it's safe to say that a good number of people were disappointed by Multiverse of Madness in the sense that Multiverse of Madness was like they thought they'd be more multiverse hopping. Yeah, like <laughs> we always see that we always reference that meme where it's like expected characters for multiverse, and it's like John Rambo, Arnold Schwarzenegger from the first <laughs> Predator movie, you know, Chuck Norris. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's there's a lot of things that you and I. I mean, we we kind of we have expected Tom Cruise appearing Iron Man, but he didn't show up. But that doesn't mean he can't show up. Yeah, you know, right. it doesn't mean that that. Iron Man isn't around in the 838 universe. I mean, the Ultron Sentry bots are there, and they were able to make it work where Ultron was there in the, you know, in that, well. Oh, my God. That, what? If they ever use 838? 38 is the universe where we saw the Illuminati, yes. Yeah. So if they use 838, uh, it's definitely going to be fucking uh, Tony Stark. That That's like, oh, my God, Wanda killed everybody because his drones were the only ones that were there. To to see and live probably the tell the tale. I would I would say like I mean again I would hope it's Tom Cruise Superior Iron Man because now I've seen so much concept art with him as Superior Iron Man that I don't want anybody else being yeah, for real. Superior Iron Man. But this leads to different things of you know people coming back like Robert Denny Jr. Yeah. and Chris Evans as other variants of Iron Man and Captain America. You know we could also see variants of. You know, Bucky Barnes, Captain America. You oh, know, that would be so and we, and we can sick. Also, and we can also see characters like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield return as Spider-Man, or we could see a Miles Morales Spider-Man at some point. You know, yeah. you know, we could see other X-Men from the 838 universe. You know, I have a bit of, gave a theory from the new Rockstars channel that the X-Men of the 838 universe could be the X-Men of the Days of Future Past finale of that movie. Um, you know, because rewatching, because I want to talk about this, because rewatching this, uh, I, I rewatched Multiverse of Madness last night, and 
it just watching it for like a second time for me I enjoyed it more because I wasn't expecting all the multiversal craziness even though it is in the title but I was just like I can take the movie for what it is and I and my official ranking for multiverse of madness is a solid 8 wow an 8 yeah yeah I give it an 8 you know um, but Vin, I want to ask you: Who are some characters for this eventual Secret Wars movie you would like to see? Oh, well, we know we're not going to get Rambo, fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, um, think, think characters about it. I'd like to see. You know, we can see. Well, you know what I'm going to say, dude. You know, I'm going to say Wolverine. Yeah. You know, it'd be really cool to see Doctor Doom, but we're not going to get him. I mean, I think the fan. I think the thing is, the Fantastic Four is still in production, but I think the one thing we can't do, we've already seen. Three Fantastic Four movies in the past where every villain was Doctor Doom. Every single one, like, you know, Doom was the first villain in the very first movie, and then he came back, and he, and then he was, and then, (laughs) then that shit show of a movie with Miles Teller and uh, Michael B. Jordan, you know, I think we really need to, like, we need to be built to Doom, you know? We need to be treated to Doctor Doom, you know? And I have a theory as to how the Fantastic Four can be brought into the MCU, into the 616 universe. Like to hear this? Of course. So, in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, Kang the Conqueror will be in the movie. And a lot of people like to say that that little city in the quantum realm where we saw in Ant-Man and the Wasp, the the second Ant-Man movie. Yeah, that's the TVA. TVA, for one, that could be. Some people say it could be Kang's... uh, Citadel of Kang's uh, city, like what uh, Quantopolis, I think it's called. I not even I, I could be wrong, but I think that's what it's called. But a lot of people also think like it could be Latveria, which is where Doctor Doom is from. Well, uh, it be uh, taken in time, or the thing that maybe the Fantastic Four don't go into space, but maybe they go into the quantum realm. Maybe Reed Richards was working with Hank Pym to go into the quantum realm. To try, I don't know, maybe try and get Janet back. I'm not sure at what time. Do you remember the time frame of the Ant-Man movies when, when Hank and uh, Hope, uh, Hank and and Janet Van Dyne went in to stop that that missile from the Russians? I, I think so. Do you, was it the 60s? Was it the 70s? I think it was the 60s. Okay, so, and that kind of leads to the bit of the joke of where uh, Doctor Strange goes. Bit of a throwaway, appears to be a throwaway gag. Fantastic Four. Didn't you guys chart in the 60s? So, the Fantastic Four, their most classic timeline was in the 60s. And they were Marvel's, Marvel's first family. And the Baxter building was their home. They lived there. Um... I have a feeling that maybe the Fantastic Four in our universe, they get their powers in the quantum realm rather than getting them in, uh, you know, like the normal way, like, you know, going to space or however it was the Fantastic Four got their powers. I'm a little shaky on their origin story because maybe they landed in a place in the quantum realm like Scott Lang, Ant-Man. He was in there for five. He was he was in the quantum realm for, in his time for five hours. But, you know, he you know, he ended up coming out five years later. So what if it's a similar thing with the Fantastic Four? They got their powers there, they're trapped in this city, and all these years later, all these decades later, 
they come out. So let's say they go in there in the 1960s. And then this is kind of like math I'm not very good at at the moment. But let's say they're in there, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s to the 20s. You know, in there for five decades, yeah. for 50 years. So you have to think five decades, five hours. So what, like 50, 50 hours? Yeah. 50, 50 hours, 50 years. Yeah, an hour a year. So 50 hours, that's about what? Uh... Almost three days our time, two days, almost two or three days our time. Yeah. So that's what I think. I mean, because Kang the Conqueror is coming, and we could, and I think he's going to be very much introduced uh, in backstory into Loki. We will be seeing him in Ant Man the Wasp Quantum Mania. I would hope at some point we do see a Fantastic Four reference at some point, you know? Because let's be honest, if we have John Krasinski here, in some form or another, as Reed Richards, we might as well let him keep it. Oh, yeah. I think he did a fantastic job as it, too. Yeah, and he's been wanting it forever, you know? Um, let's get back to this whole Secret Wars thing. You know, we're kind of getting off a bit of a, off of a tangent. You know, I think it's easy to see that we can maybe see more Doctor Strange variants. Um, we could see... I mean, uh, uh, My Time Shining Hello has also said they want to see Josh Brolin return as Thanos... And Cable. Wow. So, you know, get Cable and Deadpool. And, Cable was a really fucking cool character. Cable's one of my favorite mutants ever. Hell and yeah. And Josh Brolin is like the embodiment He is of the Cable. embodiment of Cable. He is the embodiment of Cable. He just doesn't fucking care. He's very... Well, he cares. He takes himself too seriously. Yeah. And the odd couple dynamic of him and Deadpool works Fantastic. so perfectly. You it's know? unbelievable. So... One thing I would like to see that Marvel do as far as, like, jumping over to the X-Men real quickly, because you mentioned how you want to see Hugh Jackman Wolverine. Fuck yeah. I would like to see them, because they've already introduced Professor Professor Xavier, uh, Charles Xavier, in Multiverse of Madness with Patrick Stewart returning. I would like to see them jump, like, for different little movies here and there, introduce an X-Men. Yeah. An X-Man, you know? Like yeah, multi- why not? Multiverse of Madness, we got Patrick Stewart. Let's say maybe for Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania, I don't know, maybe we get a Magneto? Yeah, that'd be fucking awesome. Possibly. Um, you know, we have Thor Love and Thunder. Doubt it, but fuck it. A Wolverine. I like Black Panther Black Panther Wakanda Forever, a big rumor is that Storm is supposed to be make it could be making an appearance because T'Challa and Storm do have a history in the comics and as a relationship. Ooh. So I do think it would be smart to try and introduce X Men characters this way, even though they are more recognizable, especially if you're gonna start getting some newer actors to play those characters. I think it would be smart this way. I mean, personally, the only people I care about it like if, if Patrick Stewart is in, running the helm of the X Men, that's really all I care about. Yeah, I mean, Patrick Stewart has to has to lead. He is Professor Xavier, and I I would love for Michael Fassbender to make to be the Magneto too. And yeah, but you I, can't do that without McAvoy. I know, but that's the thing is like he was apparently supposed to be in Multiverse of Madness though. Fassbender's Magneto. Yeah, that'd be I, fucking awesome. I it would have been awesome, and then. Well, yeah, you you could have, but he would have just died. Yeah, he would have. He would have just died. And I think the less amount of characters you bring in to just have Wanda look like an absolute menace monster of a villain. I mean, the I ones the that better. she killed, it was fucking insane. Yeah. I mean, rewatching that scene where Black Bull just, <laughs> just blows up his fucking brains and rips Reed Richards into, into spaghetti. Literally spaghetti. Who touched my spaghetti? <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> if you don't know that meme, you need to go look it up right now. Right now. Um, I guess we can kind of wind down here. Yeah. What would you say? I don't know. Thinking. thinking Siege and I are gonna wind you down now. Wind, wind. Crank your seat back. Crank. Light it if you got it. Smoke them if you got them. Pour a drink, and just relax. CJ's gonna take you away with his soft, tender voice. You have the soft, tender voice right now. You say I have the voice for radio. <laughs> no, I, have the, I have the voice for ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> voice for radio, voice for ASMR. <laughs> well, I mean, actually, I've, I've been around with you. you. You can't contain yourself. No, I can't. You sometimes can bring out the ASMR. Oh, yeah. Just like you did, but most of the time you're like, fuck you. Yeah, that's right. It was like you just told people about like 30, 40 minutes ago. Go fuck yourself. Hey, okay, <laughs> go, go fuck yourself ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very, uh, this is one of the most off-the-rails episodes we've done. Hell yeah. Because I'm very incoherent right now. You need and very a tired. Yeah, dude. My one eye's, one eye's clicking around like the fucking guy who asks for fucking goes, hungry, hungry at the Wendy's. Yeah! I was just thinking about <laughs> him today. I went to go get Wendy's over to the East Rutherford not too far from me, and I was just fucking thinking about that guy. Hungry, hungry, They're, hungry. Okay, so real quick, let's let's end with this funny shit. Right. So um, me and Vinny's hometown, there was a guy who always hangs out at the Wendy's. So the Wendy's is on this main road in our in our hometown of Lyndhurst and you pull into the dry uh, the uh, the drive through. It's literally just by a street corner. You you come around, it's like just just a square building. You go around, you take pick up your you order your food, pay for it, pick it up and there's a door at the opposite entrance yeah. of of the building, mm-hmm. like on both sides. There's one way to get in, there's another way to get in. And there's just this weird old man who has been I, wearing the same winter coat since we were in high school. Exactly. And every time you pass by it, it was 97 degrees yesterday. <laughs> and this motherfucker's out there in like a trench down blue coat. He just, and he just screams, hungry, hungry, hungry. He just screams at people <laughs> like a caveman all the time. Like I remember one time, uh, I remember, like, I was in the car with my girlfriend, and I was getting Wendy's from that Wendy's, and this car was, like, they're about to move, and I couldn't really hear what was going on, but he gives him a chicken nugget. Like, he, the driver hands him a nugget or something. He just looks at it, and he just throws it at them. And then they throw French fries at him. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like he's like, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> like yeah, right back he's to fucking him. barking at them. <laughs> and I'm like, I just look at my girlfriend. I'm like, oh shit. She's like, what do we do? I'm like, just don't pay attention to him. And then we got our food. I'm like, oh thanks. But he always is like right in the middle of where the drive-through ends and where the windows begin. It's so hard. And he's to, like hungry, hungry. Like just it's as always a race to roll up your window before you exa- reach the end of the window. Well, you don't have power windows, so you just I'm always fucking cranking. <laughs> One of these days, you're gonna be. Yeah, and I'm, fucking, I'm gonna fuck drill off. a hole in the center of the mount so I can just go in there with the power drill. And go <laughs> fucking zip it up. <laughs> we have some crazy ass fucking people in our old hometown. I mean, hell, there's a guy with a fucking flamethrower. Yeah. Oh too, my god. Not too long ago. Too many people call me like, yo, is it Vin, is that you? And I'm like, nah, I don't got the flamethrower. <laughs> I got everything else, but not the flamethrower. <laughs> we 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 hit a fucking inflation. Yeah, that's right. Can't afford no flamethrower now. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh 
Let's end it there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. Me and Vinny are tired, so we're going to leave you here. Uh, if you like what you heard uh, from my band Hollow Heroes, the song we played, it's called Save Me. Uh, it's going to be up on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube, and wherever you can, ever you can find your – I just got through that barely – your music right. music resources. Um, keep listening to the podcast. It's and we'll, what you hear and listen. It's what you hear and listen. <laughs> no, there's not going to be a DMX cover. Uh, but uh, if you keep listening to the podcast, we'll be dropping songs here before they if come out. If I start out. getting paid to do this, I will make my own DMX cover. I We'll see about that. Uh, <laughs> is it the re- Reading Rainbow cover? Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know, we're it's talking. It's just going to be me going, uh, butterfly in the sky. Come on. I can go twice as high. <laughs> And that's all we can say there. That's all we can say. So uh, if you haven't seen that, listen to that. Watch that. It'll thoroughly enjoy uh, It'll make your day. And then listen. go back into this podcast earlier and listen to my band, Hollow Heroes Save Me. Uh, that song's been releasing <laughs> before the month is of June is over. So please be sure to following us on my band on social media at Hollow Heroes Band and on Facebook. Go give us a like there. I don't usually plug my other things, but when it's related to it, I will plug it. Uh, for us here, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if if you liked what you heard, give us a follow on Instagram at fanspeculation underscore pod. If you like, uh, if you want to see us talk about some weird things, follow us at fanspeculation on Twitter, all one word. Thank you all so much for listening. Real quickly, big old happy birthday shout out to my mother. Oh, yes. Happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday, You Mikey. don't listen to this podcast? Oh, that's right. Your dad does, though. I don't make her proud. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Uh, my dad does sometimes. And then a big old happy birthday to Tom Thomathan Holland. Oh, really? To Spider-Man. Wow. Spider-Man's birthday. Wonderful. And it's also the 23rd anniversary of Edinburgh State Blink-182. Dude, that means your mom's May. My mom is May? Yeah. Well, she May wasn't born. Well, she, no, she wasn't born on the 31st. She was I'm going to start calling your mom Aunt May. No, don't call my mom Aunt May. Why? Because that's not her. Anyway, she's she's not she, she's well, she was she's not May. You want to know why? Because she wasn't born on May thirty first. She wasn't born at the end of May. Oh, okay. Norman Osborn Day. Oh my God! <laughs> Got him. Got me. Got anyway, me. thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation for CJ Palmasano and Vinny Carini. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you next week. The Kang Gang Bang. <laughs>